in the name of Jesus. And I thank you. I thank you for sending your word. You sent it to heal us, Lord. And if it was a mind healing or a physical healing, still you sent your word to heal us. And so we thank you for your word today. Those, those that are, have a mindset not to, not to even hear the word, Lord, change their minds today, Lord God. Those that say, I'm all right, I'm all right, leave me alone, change their minds today, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. And I thank you for what you're going to do. I thank you for the anointing power of God to break and to destroy the yoke of bondage, the yoke of a mind that's happy in the sin that there is, the, the bondage, Lord God, tore down because the word went out. And so I bless you, I bless you, I bless you. I thank you for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, glory to God. Amen. Praise him, praise him. Now, we have this confession. This is my first time doing it, but I, I got it. <laughs> Glory to God. So, you're going to repeat it after me. Heavenly Father, your word says, if I lack wisdom, I should ask you in faith without wavering, and that you would give it liberally without fault finding. I ask now for that wisdom. And I believe that I receive it. And I say with my Lord Jesus that I must be about my father's business. Thank you for giving me your insight into my kingdom success. In the name of Jesus, I pray expecting. Amen. Now, Lord. I am a believer of the word of God. I am an epistle of the spirit of God. I am a disciple of my man of God. I am a finder of the destiny path of God for my life. Thank you. Glory. Glory to God. Glory to God. Uh, in the, I don't know if we're on Facebook yet. Are we there yet? Praise God for the Facebook family. Glad you all tuned in. You can believe what God has sent to you today. You can stand on the word that you hear today. Take it. You got it in your home, in your car, wherever you're hearing it. Take it with you as you go. It was sent just for you today. Praise him. Praise God. Praise God. So uh, we're going to start in uh, Psalms. Let's look at Psalms 145. Let's look there. Psalms 145, starting at verse 11. Thou shalt speak of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. That thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and thy dominion endures throughout all generations. So the Lord has sent something for his people. He has sent his son 
for his people to do the work that the Lord wants done in the earth. And it's going to go on whether you are in it now, today or not. The work of God won't stop because you're not. But the work of God will be better in your life because you accept what the Lord is sending here for you today. So we got to be able to know that once we give our hearts to the Lord, we will be tempted. We will be challenged on so many hands. We will make mistakes, some deliberate, some uh, accidental, some like, oh, I didn't know it was going to be this bad or, or whatever your reason for messing up. You're going to have some mess ups. And, and, and you're going to have some mess ups anyway. But in this walk with Christ, it's going to be some times that we're going to find out that we, we came a little short. And so sometimes I, when I was thinking about this word, I was thinking about the people who they, they mess up, they, they flat out cold, hard, cold-bloodedly sin, and they still come to church and they still on the boards and they still doing these things. When we see these people doing this week after week, day after day, we say, wow, don't we? Or I'm the only one. We say, wow, wow. But you know what? God got a remedy. He's got a remedy for that. Let's look at Matthew, the fourth chapter, and starting at the fifth verse. Praise God. So Matthew 4, Matthew 4, verse 5. Well, let's look at what Jesus said. In this scripture, Jesus was led up in the wilderness to be tempted. Sometimes we're tempted. We weren't led there. We weren't we trying to improve no situations for nobody, right? We got the temptation. It hit us and we ran with it, right? Right. Okay, and, that, and so Jesus fasted in 40 days, so he knew that he was about to be tempted. He knew the enemy was on the way. So he was fasting and praying about it. And when the tempter came to him, he said, if, if, you, if you are God's son, but for real though, if you really are God's son, then turn these stones to bread. I want to see bread. I want to see you make bread. But Jesus answered him, it's written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So when I read that, I said, Lord, you were tempted. And the word says that in all of the points that man was tempted, you were tempted. So there's no temptation that comes upon you that shocks the Lord. So, so. And the temptations that we face are temptations because of our flesh. Because men loves flesh. And they love it better than they love light. And, and our egos love flesh. And, and so when we are not saved, we are walking in darkness. When we haven't given our heart over to the Lord, we, are, we can't see the light. Because when light shines, we'll, we'll turn away from it. We won't even look at it. But now you're, you've given your heart to the Lord, and so now you're in the house of God. And so I said, so Lord, we're in the house, preachers and teachers and singers and dancers and 
Sometimes we're doing everything. We are big and enough to do to do. We're doing those things. How come, Lord? Why? Why, why do we do that? Why don't we realize immediately, oh, 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 I can't do it like that. Oh, I, I didn't do it like that. I didn't do it like that. I was in the darkness. I knew I was in darkness. I came to the house of God, gave my heart to the Lord. I guess I must have thought that it was all of the tastes that I had were going to be taken away from me. I guess I thought it was going to be some magic potion. Because when you give your heart to the Lord, didn't you feel clean? I mean, I felt like I could conquer the world. Wasn't very long before I found out that I could not. So, so, uh, so then why are they in the house of God living a mess and still working and saving and serving in the house of God? And, and uh, uh, people are saying, well, uh, the biggest this, that, and the other is in the church on Sunday. They at the church. So all around, that's kind of like a, bringing a shame to the house, to what God has really done. But I'm going to tell you something. When you, when you get saved, you're going to be tempted. Get ready. Get ready. It's coming. When you give your heart to the Lord, Satan, who the Bible tells you he does what? Goes around like what? A roaring lion. In other words, you know when you're doing that stuff, you know that that's wrong because you know Satan is roaring at you. Go do it. Don't stop it. Don't fight it. Do it. But, the, but, but in, the, in the process of that, in the process of that, we got to recognize that, that darkness is trying to overtake us again, trying to get us back, trying to make us think that them saints ain't nothing trying to make us think it ain't worth it. That, and, and so we got to know that that's a trick of the enemy. When you think that thought, when you first get it, that them saints don't give a hoot about you, they don't care. Everybody is messing up. And like somebody said, you don't stop going to the grocery store because the Hamity brother man ain't right. You don't. You, you still going to buy you some groceries. You still can come into the house of God and hear a word of correction and of instruction that will change your whole mindset. And that's what the Lord did for me. But sometimes, I'm telling you, sometimes that pressure comes and it says that, uh, and when that darkness comes, it says, men love that darkness better than light. See, we've been dealing in darkness a long time. Even if we went to church every single Sunday, and, uh, uh, and, and didn't give our heart to the Lord, or if we did, and then we got grown and out the house. We like, we like the dark. You, you ever been to the party and they say, well, we need to turn the lights down. Why? Why? Why we need to turn the lights down in order to get our groove on better? Because we like darkness better. And so we got to know that Satan wants to get us back to, to void the commitment that we have placed in God, the commitment of our lives to him. He wants to get us back, take that from us. And then he's then he going to pop you on the head for not going to church. 
And then when you go, he gonna pop you on the head because you know they ain't right. He gonna pop you with this and pop you with. He is doing his satanic job. That's what he's supposed to do, and that's what he does. He's got a plan. But you know, in the in the house of God, when you when you come and then you confess that, and then you feel so much clearer, so much cleaner, so much better. You feel better when you have done that. So then I was saying, Lord, why is it that you can go to <laughs> you can go to churches and you can see the per the people, you can go to churches and see people at churches. I never saw nobody at Destiny, but okay. I have from other churches, they in the lotto line tighter than anybody else. You see what I'm saying? Big time. Or you hear about the mess that they, because they the preachers, they done made of their lives with their wives and their families. You hear about that stuff. You don't want to go there. You don't want to be like that. It's, it's better to say, Lord, I can't, I got the can't help it. You got to fix me. I'm sitting here until you get me right. Because I don't want to go to do a drive-by and see them to see me. When they just drove by me, see me tipping out of Susie's house, or tipping out of bruh man's house, or whatever. Whatever my temptation is. But that's his job, to tempt us. And so we have, uh, we have to put on Ephesians 6. Let's go there. Because it's going gonna, it's gonna to come temptations. Temptations, are, they, they're on the way. Get ready. And they are coming. Ephesians, the sixth chapter. Because we got some weapons of warfare. We got some things that we can use when the tempter comes. Not if he comes, but when he comes. We got a way that we can walk when we are tempted. We got something to help us when we are pressured and pushed on every side. Okay, let's look at Ephesians 6 and 10. Are we going to start at 6 and 10? Yes. It says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. When you get saved, you got the ability, you got a help on board. That's the spirit of God that's going to help you to stand and to be strong if you want him to do it. Now, I have said, Lord, help me to... <laughs> Help me to lose some weight, Jesus. I'm tired, I'm tired. Help me to lose some weight. And there was a cake up on my refrigerator <laughs> that had, when I was on this plan, it had been there three weeks. Y'all probably heard this story before. Three weeks. And it was up on the refrigerator. Didn't nobody in my house want it. Now, me personally, I don't believe in throwing away. But my only choice was throw it away or eat it. So men like darkness better than they like the light. So you know, you know the results. I don't even have to tell you what happened to that cake, right? Because you, when we when we are we find ourselves being tempted, being drawn away, and the drawing away is by the lust of our flesh, the lust of our flesh. You cannot blame Susie for the short dress that you want to get up under and you a saint. 
I'm sorry, it's not Susie's fault. It is not. You cannot blame her because it's going to be too many Susies in this world to tempt you, brethren. And then you can't blame, you can't blame uh, the saints when, when nobody seems to understand that you need someone as a woman. No. God didn't say uh, that he will help you through it if, if you really can't stand. If you really can't stand. He tells you to stand in this word, don't he? All right, let's see it. Let's see it. Six. Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We can't do none of these things that attack us. We have no success over them without the power and the might that God has for us. We got to have that power because we'll be doing the same thing that, that many uh, men and, and women in the financial realm right now have been busted for. We'll be lying, cheating, and stealing just like that. But we got to stand strong against that. And, 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 and it says, and in the power of his might. And then he's got armor for us, guys. He, we saw, I, I remember the soldier that Pastor David had up. He's got some armor for us. And, and he said, put on, the, put on the whole armor of God, verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand, there's that stand word again, that you may be able to stand against the wiles, the, the willy, the nilly ways, the intricate methods that Satan has, the tricks and the things that Satan has to trick you up and to, to make you mess up, trick you up and cause you to give up. So you gotta be, know that that is your enemy and you got to stand and be strong. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against his wiles. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We got, we, we, we got an enemy who is uh, tricky and low down and will use anything he can to stop you from being the saint that God wants you to be for doing what he's asked what God is asking you to do uh, Jesus had to withstand his temptation Satan's temptations and and Satan was ridiculing you you are you are God I just turn these stones into bread and hey want to see that's why I, I said I want to see some bread Satan, Satan, Satan is going to do all he can do. In Matthew 15, 19, Jesus said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men, he told his disciples. Fishers of men. Jesus will in you with power. You can catch men for God. Jesus in you, you will have influence with men for God. Jesus in you, and when I say men, I'm not talking boys. I'm talking mankind. And so he told these disciples to come on, follow him. Those disciples heard Jesus say, come follow me, and they did. We think new temptations were invented uh, against us, and we can't help it. There's no temptation that is given unto man that the Lord can't help you with. You might be totally in L-U-V, 
But he can help you when you ain't supposed to L-U-V that person. Yeah. He didn't invent L-U-V. He invented love. Some of us is in love. But, some, but, but God invented love. And he wants our love to be right. And, and uh, when, when, uh, when I was a kid, I, I used to want to, to do some things. And my mother would say, you know that wasn't yours till you put your hand on it. So sometimes that's what the Lord is telling you. know it's wrong. On your way to Sally's house, you know you're wrong. On your way to Joe's house, you know you're wrong. Letting Joe in the door. <laughs> Joe used to come to the door, knocking on the door. Why? Why? Why, Joe? Why are you here? I done told you to weed me a womb. But here you are back again. Okay? But Joe didn't catch it until I did what the Lord said to do to get rid of him. Put on my big girl armor pants and say what the Lord said to say. And I haven't seen Joe in my house since. Come on. So I know putting on the armor of God works. And I know that it will help you. When, when I realized that Joe was gone, I said, Lord, why you, why you let me struggle this long? All you had to do is tell me that. Last. No. I wouldn't have heard it. I had to get sick of it. We got to get sick of our stuff. When we get sick of it, God, God, and God will listen to Oh, yeah, now I believe you. Now I believe you. I see you really want this thing out of your life. There's nothing that's too hard for him. So, when we, we are being tempted, we are being challenged, we are being lured off of the path of God for our lives. That's the purpose of it. We may not understand that it's luring, but when it's not lining up with the word of God, that's to get you off. And that's early symptoms and signs that Satan got a plan for you. When you, when you decide, you know what, I know the Bible says, but see, I'm going <laughs> to, right there, that first word, but, well, that was the wrong one. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so what if we immediately in those, in those situations where we are tempted and we know we are being tempted and we recognize that it is a temptation, what if we in that got away from it right then, at that moment? I wonder how we would be. Would we still be struggling? But I'm going to tell you, even if you run, do you know some folks will chase you? Some things will chase you down. Uh, uh, somebody said they, that they were going to their friend's home and they were, had a little drink thing going on, a little drinking problem, but they were going to the friend's house anyway because they was not going because that person knew that that person had a problem. So that person figured that that person would not bring that stuff out. But guess what? Guess what? They did. That's when you don't want to be caught. You don't want to be caught in the midst of that with no armor on. You want to make sure you got on the equipment that God is offering to us. It said, when the word says, come out from among them, 
what part of run don't you understand? You know, you know God is saying, don't, don't go there. You know when, when, the, when the lady win the lottery, and you're thinking of all the things you could have bought if she had them, but then you think, well, I would have actually had the Play-Doh. <laughs> so then I can't play, can't win. Just can't win. Can't win that way. I won. I have won when I say, oh, I don't play them. Man. Okay, Psalms. Uh, let's look at Psalms 145, starting at verse 8. And somebody's going to have to have to help me with uh, time frames. Brother Pat, Minister John, I'm going to need some time framing from you. Psalms 145, starting at verse 8. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. Because I was saying, Lord, why, why do we see these people up still doing their thing and, and, and it seems like it's bringing down your church? Why? Why, do, why is this thing going on? The Lord is slow, is gracious, and full of compassion. Slow to anger and of great mercy. Do you know that if God had done what he plans to do to, those, to the wicked ones when he had an opportunity, how many of us would still be in this room? Because our time would have run out. Our time would have run out. But he's, he's slow to anger and of great mercy. The Lord is good to all. And tender mercies are over all his works. All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints shall bless thee. They shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy, of thy power. So to me, the ones who have big opportunities to be big witnesses are the ones who have done the most damage trying to destroy the kingdom of God. So those are the ones, I don't really want them up in church doing it, doing their dirt, and then coming up in church doing, trying to be clean. I want them to get saved, okay? We don't have to put up with that kind of a uh, a thing going on in our own lives. We don't have to put up with it. We don't have the can't help us. We can have the I don't want us. I ain't gonna. But we don't have the can't help us because we got a father who will help us, who, who will help us to do and to accomplish whatever is needed in our lives. So the time we really value uh, what that we should really value about God is when we get saved and realize how much we deserve the punishment. At one time, we were sinners just like the ones doing it now. We were just like them. At one time, we deserved that punishment, but the Lord was, but the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. It says he is good to all. And it's not hard for God to forgive our sins. He sent his only begotten son to take away 
our sin punishment. So we go to church and we hear about the love of God or, or a coworker witnesses to us about God's love. Or we remember all the times when we went to church and had to do right and had to act right and be respectful. Sometimes that's the thing that brings people into church. That's what brought me, I'll say that. I decided, you know, you better go to church. You know you went to church all your life. And you done been out in this world 12 years. When was the last time you went into a church? Other than when your brother passed. When was the last time you went in? Yep, I better go back to church. We don't never know the reasons people come back into the house of God. But we got to come to a place where we're always... Uh, we got to come to know that there's going to be a place where we are always tempted, but we're tempted to do wrong. But sin is ruling in our lives. We got to recognize that sin is, is the rule of our lives. Our flesh, our passions decide what we do and what we say. We are the star of our own life and no other stars can rule our lives. That's how we were before we came to Christ. But now... Then we go to church and we hear what God is saying. I have a better life for you. I got a better thing for you to have. I got a better way for you to go. I have real love for you. Not that fake love that Brahman has when he comes to your house on a Friday night because his wife is out. Not that fake love based on your body shape and your build or your money. Fake love. A real, God has a real family, a real life for you, real friends for you, a real, a real plan for your life. It's not, it's not, you're not just going to go bumbling through this world and get away with bumbling. It's time to make a decision, to make a choice to choose Christ now. For the plan of God that is for you, it is for you to win. Not because you deserve it. Not because you, you, your, your mama was a saint, your daddy was a saint. But, to, but because God loves you. So give your heart to the Lord. You get saved. But you don't know how this happened. You don't, you don't know how, how you feel so different than you did when you walked into the church. That happened to me like that. I was like, what did I do? What was this about? I was changed. I didn't know I was changed. Nothing physically changed. I still went back home to the same family. I still went back home to the same situation in my home. The same attitudes, but it was a change in me. I didn't understand it. I had a, a saint. Thank God for the saint that uh, talked me down off of the going back the next day after I went to work. Because I was like, ain't nothing different. Little Linda, you see, you got to give it some time. You got to give it time. You just open your heart up. Open your heart up to the Lord, and he will talk to you through his word. He will talk to you through the saints. He will show you the way that you are supposed to go. So, Ephesians 6 and 10 says, Be strong in the Lord, in the power of his might. 
on your own, in your own strength, you can't win Satan's fight. Yep, he is your enemy. He was when, when you ran according to his will, and he still is now, even after you have given your heart to the Lord. He's not going to stop being your enemy just because you come up in the church. Just because you give your heart to the Lord. In fact, you might see him a little more often. Because now you're getting the word in you. And the word says, do this, do this, do this. Don't do this, don't do that. And now you want to hear it. You want to do. You want to be able to do some of those do's in the Bible. Uh, I, I, I will come to, <laughs> I got saved and I'll come and they say, did you read your Bible this week? Well, uh, I had to work, see. And, and but I was determined after like the third or the fourth time because they was continually asking. I had to start reading some. And man, I had the greatest feeling when I said, I got a scripture. No knowledge, but still. But still, they, they didn't tell me I needed to be knowledgeable. They just told me, read the word. So Satan goes on the attack and tries to draw us out of choosing Christ. Some of us were Satan's generals, but God had a plan for those lies. Satan was, was and never will be your friend. There's nothing that he can promise you, that he can give you, that's going to be good for your good. It is not. It's going to have some, it's going to look good on the outside. The box may even be pretty, but it's going to be a bomb in there that's going to blow your head off when you get hooked into it. There's, some that, there's no such thing as a little uh, cocaine and a little uh, uh, heroin. It's just a little. No such thing. That's got, that's got life-changing consequences, in, no matter what the amount is. So we as saints must always be aware of how we can come into the light of, of, the, of love of God for us. When we meet, show love to one another, especially when we see them struggling in a situation. Show love. Demonstrate the love of God. Those who are saved and solid on their journey must bear the infirmity of the weak. We can't get tired of Sister Susie because she always asking for prayer for such and such and such. Thank you, Minister Mila. <laughs> Thank you for that one amen. We can't get tired of them. And you know, we can, we can get tired of folks quick. We got to hold them up in prayer, show God's love for them. Demonstrate Jesus at work in your own life. That's the greatest revelation to most people is how you do Christ. And that was so, oh, that's so good. I want, I want some of that. And then they ask you, how come you... How come you, why, why is it? Praise God. So be strong in the Lord and not in yourself. Let them know that you are in a fight for your, for your very soul. Put on this armor. It protects the head, the chest. It protects the loins. It, it's it's a, a weapon to fight with. It's vital stuff that you need to know how to carry as you go on this on this Christian journey. Praise God. Praise God. That's it. That's your word for today. Um, there's a marshal back in the back to keep you on time. Um, 
got to love him. You got to, right? <laughs> All right, let's stand. So now if anyone in here, praise God. Those people that are heard the word on Facebook, if you need more information, you want to find out about how to live this life of Christ, you're welcome to come and join us at Destiny Generation Church to hear the word of God, to see how God is working on the individuals in here. Uh, nobody came in here totally wrapped up, tied up, right? They came in here with issues. And so if you are one of those people who knows that you need the Lord, you're welcome to come. We'll talk to you about the Lord. We'll show you and tell you how God has done in our lives and that he has power and ability to take care of whatever situation is in your life that needs taken care of. So we thank you for joining us today. Um, praise God. Praise God. So now if you need prayer, you need special prayer,